This is the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top-performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia, Tri-State area. Each week, your host, W.G. Bunch, and his guests share memories and stories about the past, the present, and the future of the Huntington, Tri-State area. That's Huntington, West Virginia, Ashland, Kentucky, and the Chesapeake and Proctorville, Ohio areas. If you used to live here, or you currently live here, you're going to catch yourself saying out loud, wow, I remember that. Now, here's WG. Hey, hey, what's happening? What's going on? Welcome. Here we are. Here we are again, and there you are again, thank you. It's the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine. I'm your host, W.G. Bunch. Why am I talking in such a cheesy radio voice all of a sudden? I don't know why that's happening. I've got a great, I mean, a VIP. I'm talking VVIP guest. Before I get to my VIP guest, let me thank our sponsor, Realty Exchange, number one top-selling real estate firm in the Huntington Tri-State area, West Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, Florida. Good Lord, they may be in Argentina by the time this show is over. It's hard to tell. They're expanding so big. And yes, if you have any real estate questions, you can certainly contact me. I think I sell real estate. Yes, I do. I do. I do. 304-633-3950. That's my direct number. Don't put me on a spam risk list, please. Again, 304-633-3950. Also, thanks to the podcast consulting company. They edit this. They make it sound great. It's Circle 270 Media. If you're doing a podcast, not getting the people that you want in there, or maybe you're thinking about doing a podcast, contact Circle 270 Media. They are the best. Enough with the advertisements, folks. Let's dive in. I have sitting across from me, it's Bradley Tweel from a place that if you've ever set foot in the Huntington area, you probably have heard of. Uh, I think it's, it's Jim's Steak and Spaghetti House. Yes? Yes, that is me. <laughs> that is me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, man, absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm excited to have you here. Um, all right. As everyone knows who listens to the, the podcast, we're not a Wikipedia page. We're not here to educate you on the background and stuff. But very quickly, you opened when? Okay, so um, June 9th, 1930, uh, 1938, we, my grandfather... Bought a dairy bar, and his wife told him he needed to get a job. So, she, so he so he borrowed a thousand dollars and opened and bought this dairy bar, and it was Jim's Dairy Bar and Grill, and it started eighty four years ago. This year will be our eighty fifth anniversary on June 9th. So, pay attention to uh, the Facebook and the newspaper and the radio uh, we're going to be doing something special for it so 75 I'll... tons of ravioli <laughs> later and here not we are not quite that but uh, uh it, it'll be it'll be something special I, i'm not going to leak anything out too much now but we're in the plan planning stages of it and uh we have you know a gentleman by the name of 
oh, I can't remember his name. It just went blank on me. Barney. Uh, <laughs> no. Kenny. Uh, Roberto Elmore came to me. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Roberto Elmore gave my grandfather a sauce recipe and uh, said, Jim, you, you need to open a spaghetti a spaghetti house and use this recipe. So Roberto worked there for a couple of years and then he left and went back to Italy and uh, my grandfather kept the recipe and that's what we've been using ever since. Wow. Sounds very godfatherish. It, it kind of is. It <laughs> kind of is. And then he went back to Italy. He did and... go back. I, you know, the, I never heard why he did, but he, he left and my grandfather continues cont- to sound like godfather <laughs> <laughs> and cont- continued on with the, uh, with the recipe and, the rest is history. Let, all right, let, let me, I mean, think about it. You, I mean, you really are, you are the most popular, iconic restaurant. Well, not you, but I mean, your family has, I mean, you, you guys have, if you don't know Jim's Steak and Spaghetti House, you've either never been here to Huntington or I know you never lived here. You guys are like number you, you have to be the most popular so we're kind of it's kind of like an iconic place in huntington uh, uh kind of iconic place <laughs> well, I, I i you know <laughs> it is uh i try to not hype up everything as much as i probably should but um we have a lot of people that when they come back to huntington before they even go to the hotel or wherever <laughs> they're staying they stop at gyms first they will fly in from the airport, and instead of going to their house, they will come to gyms. <laughs> now, and can, you have, bu- can you buy just the sauce? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, so, uh, sell a uh, ton of it. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, I know so many people who are like, oh, we always go to gyms, and I and we stock up on the sauce, and it's in the back of the SUV, and it's we, it's like drugs we, that people are like smuggling. Like, yeah, I got, I got, I got twenty five pints here. We have. Uh, a lot of people that will buy, we have it frozen, obviously, and we have a lot of people that will come in and they'll buy eight to ten. To, you know, yesterday at work, we did an order that had 20. Jeez oh, uh, Louise. So we've had people that have done 50 before. So it's just, it's something that reminds them of home yeah. and reminds them of their childhood. Yeah. And uh, they want to take it to have with their children and start a new generation with Jim's spaghetti sauce. So I've had so many fraternity brothers of mine and, and friends of mine that have come in over the years. It's the one place that they all remember. They're like, so what's going on with Jim's? When are you going to send me Jim? It's like for their birthdays and Christmases. And they're like, so you sent me a magazine subscription and not Jim's. I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I, I need, I know you don't like me. So I need a reason to bring you back into town. And if it's this there's, sauce. There's a lot of people that come in just for us. They will, you know. Come. Right, now, don't make me feel bad. No, no there, there are people that will drive four or five hours just to eat at gyms and take sauce home and then drive directly home. Right. Like, no staying, looking at anything. They just come in, eat sauce, bye. Bada bing, bada bing, we're bye. here, we're in, we're out, nobody gets hurt. Yes, exactly. We have a couple customers that drive from Lexington, a couple customers that drive from, uh, a lot that drive from Ashland, a lot that drive from uh, around the tri-state area, Charleston. Now, what was your first exposure? I mean, like, were, were, were you a so, bus boy? So, or? so I, I first started there right after, I did not work in high school or college there 
uh, just because I didn't want That's to when get... you, were, you were in your stripping days. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> that was in my golf days. And I kind of focused on that and focused on school. Uh, but when I graduated, I asked my aunt, you know, I need a job. What's the deal of me coming to work for gyms? And she said, yes, you can come. And, you know, I've been familiar with it my whole life. I know how it works. I knew the inner workings of it before I really even started. So I worked as like a cashier slash to go person. Uh, I just thought it was like not a summer job, but a job where I was going to stay for a year or two and figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I have a finance and um, economic background. Mm -hmm. I graduated from Marshall in 2006. So I thought, you know, I'll just go here and see how it goes and see if, you know, I need to have some type of income before I decide what I wanted to do. So I was there from 2006 through 2007, almost eight. And the background in finance is why all of a sudden the quarts of sauce cost $54 <laughs> per quart. Yes. <laughs> Nicely done. Yes. Uh, that was, you know, we, we had been set. We, I, I had no you know, listeners out there. I have no input at that time over prices because I was just the new guy and I really didn't, I wasn't a manager or anything. I was just like a regular worker. And, uh, I stayed there for about two years. Then I decided I wanted to become a financial advisor, which was something in my background and something I had was always interested in and wanted to do. So I started in 2008 and nine, which was probably the <laughs> absolute worst time to do it. Was your financial advice to everybody? Hey, you know what you need to do is invest in gyms, I baby. I was at a training in New Jersey and I watched the market crash and I watched these people that are training us to become financials advisors like basically melt <laughs> while i was there so when i started that it was a very tough time uh so i did that for about two or three years and then i just it, i kind of got burnt out on it it's a very interesting tough job i loved it but it is very taxing very demoralizing at certain times when you're cold calling and you call someone and say hey i'm bradley twill and then it's you like can the hear wolf the, of wall street <laughs> you can hear the ringtone before you uh even think about saying your next line yeah <laughs> so at that point in time i just i called my aunt who is, was the general manager my aunt jimmy carter who had been there for since 1994 and this time it was probably 2013 mm -hmm. and i said i want to come back i want to i want to this is what i want to do mm -hmm. uh train me to do it so since that time uh last in covid around 2020 was when she decided that she didn't want to work any longer mm -hmm. and that's when i became the general manager and i've been in it ever since nice all right. Well, all right. Let, let, let me ask you a couple uh, kind of insider Jim's sure. uh, steak and spaghetti. House. I can only answer so much. Okay. <laughs> uh, number one, um, you know, look, my sister is a spaghetti gal. I'm a ravioli guy. Mm -hmm. What is on your and my dad is a fish dude. Mm -hmm. My mom was a fish gal. Mm -hmm. What? what is on the menu that you're like, I don't know why more people don't order this because it's good. Well, uh, so obviously spaghetti and fish, those are the two things we're known for. Um, 
one thing that I think is underrated is our cheeseburger. Our cheeseburger is different. Okay. It's, uh, it comes on, it's kind of like a patty melt style comes on, uh, bread, uh, which looks like a grilled cheese. And mm-hmm. then we stick a piece of meat in between it mm-hmm. and put pickle mustard and onion on it. And we have people, you, we have a lot of sayings that you can't just eat one. It's usually a two <laughs> type of thing. So people will get two of them, and then we have a lot of people that'll get spaghetti and a cheeseburger. Good so, Lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And wow. so our cheeseburger is something that we're semi-known for it, but I don't think we are known enough for it. It's really, really, really good and unique, now, in my opinion. I, I, I know that it's Jim's Steak and Spaghetti House. No offense. I don't think I've ever been with someone who we, has had steak there. You know, my grandfather put that in the name. It really needs to probably be renamed. Don't Jim's. touch it. Don't you <laughs> no, dare we, we, touch we, it. We'd never do it, but it probably in real true life needs to be renamed Jim's Fish and Spaghetti House because we sell way, way more fish than we do steak. Our steak is good. Mm-hmm. I like it. We do a ribeye, a 10-ounce ribeye, and we do a cube steak, which is kind of like a chop steak. And they are both very, very good. But how about Jim's steak or, or how about Jim's surf and turf? <laughs> surf and turf. <laughs> surf, surf, surf and turf and pasta. The, the only whatever. problem is, is we get people probably coming in looking for lobster or, <laughs> or so, something like that, which we don't have. But <laughs> we we sell an Icelandic haddock. It comes from Iceland, obviously. And we bread it with our own breading. And, and it's way too big for the bun. It's If you get a sandwich, it is way too big for the bun. It is one of the most monstrous fish sandwiches that you can get. Uh, I don't see any other around town being bigger than ours, like size-wise. Right. Um, but we put our... As own, my ex-wives will tell you, size is not everything, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> we, we put our own breading on it. We make our own tartar sauce. We make our own coleslaw. And it just basically just... Good God! Rules the day there, so. Lord. That all right? We're, everybody loves the games. I'm, I, I've got a couple games here for Brad, and I know you've already you've already mentioned golf. Yes, you golfed for Marshall. Yes, I, I played for Marshall between 2001 through 2005. And uh, I guess what's the correct way to say? What's your handicap? My handicap is, is a scratch golfer. Yes. Damn yeah. man, I play a decent amount when the weather is good. Like today, it's. Yeah, I tried to get people to play with me after this. Is that so. why? Is that why? You, is that why you got one foot out the door? <laughs> no, you're I'm, like, I'm, why am I recording this dumbass I, thing? I'm not, I'm here. I'm good. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't get any of my friends to do it. So wow, that makes me feel great. No, I, no, it wasn't going to be. It wasn't. No, no, no. You're taking it wrong. It was going to be after this, not before. Oh, okay. yeah, it was going to be after. I asked him. I said I had something to do, but. And at I about two, about two o'clock, does anybody have any interest? And nobody, I could get no. I, I put the line out there, but no bites. Okay. All right. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna do a quick golfing type of a game. All right. Um, has nothing to do with Jim steak and spaghetti. Uh, I'm, I'm so. fine. I can talk about whatever. All right. Here we go. Uh, let Let's talk golf. Um, Tiger Woods is he done, or is he gonna have a comeback? I don't think he is done playing. His but done, are his glory days his gone. His glory day. I mean, his leg is just very, very, very hurt, and you can tell. And he's not been shy about telling you how bad it is. Okay. So, is he going to go out there and compete in four or five or 
six or seven tournaments a year, probably. Okay. Majors, probably the Genesis, which he hosts, which is in L.A., which is at Riviera. Uh, I forgot this is not a <laughs> golf podcast, so <laughs> I probably have to put some background on it. Uh, maybe one or two more, maybe the players. You but said that's at Riviera up in Barbersville. No, I, <laughs> not no, at Riviera. I have played the Riviera in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. And it a, is is prob- it named after the one in Barbersville? <laughs> not anything near it <laughs> like it. The one in Los Angeles is just phenomenal. It's, uh, it's something where I got lucky enough to play it, and uh, Larry David was actually out on the course when I played. And no Tom, way! Larry Tom, David's Tom, out there! Tom, Tom Brady was out there, too. Never heard so, of him. So uh, it was it was a it was an ex- amazing experience. But I just don't. His leg is just so. If he would use a card, he could play probably fifteen twenty times a year. But he is uh, old school. Mm-hmm. He will not do that. Right. He's pretty much mentioned that he won't do that. I think he's the, not like a Chichi Rodriguez mm, who's going to be out there in his nineties. No. I think the players who are playing now want him to do that right they want him to be out there as much as possible because they enjoy the the aura that he brings yeah, and the, yeah. the crowd that he brings but is he gonna contend it, it'd take four really special days because these guys are so good yeah they're so good yeah and they you know now, but I'll, let me ask you this how about um put together your dream your your dream foursome where it, they can be celebrities, they can be friends of yours, whoever. If you, it, it, well, your birthday's tomorrow, yes? Correct. Happy birthday, Thank my friend. You. I appreciate that. And let's say tomorrow your ultimate gift is you could play with three other people. Uh, let's make them alive. I hate to say alive. But <laughs> celebrities, okay. friends, whoever you think you would have the well, best time with. Number one is obviously Tiger Woods. You got to play with Tiger Woods. He's the greatest golfer. He's got a bad Sands leg. Jack Nicholson. They're Jack, Jack Nicholas. <laughs> right. Uh, Jack Nickel. Jack Nicholson. Also <laughs> not, a great not, not Jack Nicholson. Also a great golfer. Tiger Woods definitely up there on that list. Jack Nicholas would probably be up there on that list too. You know there are friends of yours listening right now going, I, I hope they he's going to say me. I'm his boy. Well, I you know, we're talking about dream foursome one time only. Uh, so Okay. All right. I'm going with people that I'll never ever ever have the chance of playing with. So Tiger Woods one, I would like to play with Charles Barkley. I think that would be a hilarious time. <laughs> I think Charles is hilarious in general. Yes. And watching that golf swing for for four and a half hours would be great <laughs> so tiger now that's a guy that would eat the cheeseburger and the oh, spaghetti he, he'd, he'd, he'd eat everything yeah he he is uh he's someone that i really i really like I, I listened to him on you know nba on tnt and he he is a very funny very great media personality and so tiger woods him and you know Jack Nicholas would be probably one of them because he's the greatest. You golfer got the tiger, ever. the bear, and the and the <laughs> round mound of rebound. Yes, nicely played. I, I would. I, I'll go with those three, but I'll think about it and I may change it. But all right, very quickly, I, my I'd play with Michael Jordan, but I don't have enough money to play with him. No, nope, yeah, I heard. The, <laughs> I've heard all the stories of how much he plays for, and that's out of my price range. <laughs> yeah, now. Um, I, I I used to play golf. I don't play golf anymore because it just doesn't agree with me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I played in high school, junior high school. I was actually on the golf team. Talk about impressing the ladies. Oh, Huntington, yeah. Huntington High? Oh, yes, okay. sir. All right. And uh, where did you all play when 
Good. That's when it, when you all played. Nice segue. I, I love it. I want to. I mean, because we, we when we when I was there, we were our home course was the Riviera in Barbersville. We we did Orchard Hills. Okay, but we also did a place that I don't think it's there anymore. It called Forest Hills. Forest Hills was in Chesapeake. Yes, not there anymore. No. Yeah, and it was like the lowest price because, and obviously because they were like, yeah, we'll have the public schools come out. Well. <laughs> Orchard Hill's not there anymore either. Oh, it's not? No. Oh, no. No, not there anymore either. Okay. Well, Forest Hills, we used to go over there, and um, <laughs> did you ever play Forest Hills? I played it one time when I was in college. Forest Hills <clears throat> had, uh, you know, like when you play golf and, and you've got like the number eight fairway which butts right up against the number five fairway coming the other way type of thing. And there's a line of trees. Mm -hmm. Forest Hills had aluminum Christmas trees as their boundaries. So it just bank off of it. So when, like when you typically hit a a golf shot and you hit a tree, it's like, Mm -hmm. this was, (laughs) I was like, what the hell is that? And and then we went over and, these are Christmas trees from like Walmart or something. Well, it was one of the last matches. This is a true story. I've got two or three people that will vouch for this. One of the last matches of the season. And I showed up with Christmas ornaments. And the other guys on the team were like, what's the deal with I'm going to go decorate those trees. That's great. And the coach goes, bunch you go out and you hang those ornaments and you are off the team. And I was like, I, I, I wasn't really going to, I'm, I was just kidding. No, you go put those back in your car. And if I hear anything about, and because you know who thinks this is funny? You and only you. Meanwhile, the entire team has. I was going to say, everybody <laughs> thinks that's funny. <laughs> they all had their backs turned. Like, you know, it's like a Saturday night live sketch where they're like all trying not to laugh. And I was like, I think they think it's funny. <laughs> but I went and put the ornaments back in the car like a good boy. Oh, but in, yeah, Four Stills was. Um, I remember. I, I what is played that now? A subdivision? Time. It has to be. Has to be something like that because it's not there anymore. And I know Orchard Hills uh, is not there anymore. And there was a place in. Uh, another nine holer in Barbersville called Deer Creek. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's where there's a big development up there now. And so it's gone. So the nine hole courses are really gone around here. Yeah. And that's, that's that's probably why I stopped golfing because I used to give my score, but it was after nine holes. (laughs) (laughs) I shot a 68 and they're like 68. I'm like, hell yeah. They're like, God, you are good. All right. Um, Rook also, before we move on from the golf thing, favorite Caddyshack character. Now, you, let me give you some choices. You've got you got Bill Murray, Bill Murray, serious, and then you've got Rodney Dangerfield, Ted Knight. Who would be the other? Um, Chevy Chase, of course. Yes, Ty Webb. Not who would you want to golf? No, like? yes, uh, probably, probably Bill Murray because he's just a comedic genius. He is. He's, he's he's fantastic. He's just and he's actually 
you know, there's a, a golf tournament in the PGA Tour this week, Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Right. Uh, he's in it. Uh, so Pro-Am. I think I flew them one time. <laughs> oh, that's Pan Am. I, that so he's, he's, but he's just, he, he's, his role in that movie is just phenomenal. At, that's, I think that's one of my favorite sports movies. It's, it's regardless of sport. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, that one, Happy Gilmore. Also, another good golf have you, one. Uh, have you ever been so frustrated you tried to Happy Gilmore a shot? Yes. And did it work? No. Never. It's not, you know, that's all uh, Hollywood. movies. Hollywood. <laughs> yes. There, you, you can't, you can do it, but it's definitely not going to go straight. Fine. It's, fine. <laughs> get in the hole. Go to your home. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not home. going straight. Don't you want to go home? All right. Yeah. All right. I've got something very unique. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, it's only going to be five seconds for you guys. It's going to be like two and a half hours for us. Don't worry, though. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be that long. No, because I know you're going to go out and play golf by yourself, and that's fine. Um, but no, what I've got coming up is I have five jarred, well, four jarred and one homemade, kind of homemade, uh, spaghetti sauces. For Bradley to try. Jim's is closed. So I want to see if he can find out which is the $2 jar. What is the... What ranges are we going here? I, we, I, I, they're all from Gucci Kroger. And I think they are they range from $2 to like 10 Okay. I, I didn't... I can't afford... Look. <laughs> I don't work at gyms. I don't can't afford that much. I mean, hey, would you like to list or sell your house? Now I can afford. <laughs> no, but, no. Uh, I just... I just... <laughs> I just moved into my house a couple of years ago. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back and we're going to see Bradley uh, what his opinion is on these spaghetti sauces. Hold on. This crowd is going deadly silent. Cinderella story out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! Uh, I have five um, taster cups of store-bought spaghetti sauce. These I, I got from the Gucci Kroger up in Barbersville. Bradley has no idea which one is which. Zero which, clue. Which one is the most expensive? They range from and they were these, this is the retail price. Retail price. From $3 to $10. Okay. So we'll see what what you say. All right. So I, I, I knew you guys would be bored to tears to actually hear him. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to listen to me taste sauce. Yeah, all right. So, all right. What was your favorite? Which one? One is, uh, I thought, the best. One was the best. One is a brand called Primal Kitchen. Uh-huh. I don't know anything about them. It was $9. It's pretty good. All right. Primal Kitchen, first place. Okay. All it was, right. It was pretty good. Second place. Second place is all right. Sorry. Second place is like a toss up between three and four. I could go either way on it. Four is more spicy than three, so I'll go with four just because I like the spice on it. Okay. And these are all just marinara. I, I just I got marinara across the board. Number four is Rowles. R A O apostrophe. Definitely heard of it. That's ten dollars. Okay. So yeah. you, yeah. it, had, it it three like I said three and four are, are interchangeable, but I'll go with four because. It's a little spicier, and I kind of like that. Okay. And so three would be next, then. That's Bertoli. Three dollars. 
It's not bad for three three dollars for how many ounces? Regular jar, yeah, just a regular jar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So number three was Bertoli. Am I pronouncing that right? I, I have no idea. Or maybe it's a dude. Only, only word I know is Jim's for sauce. That's <laughs> nice, it. <laughs> nicely done. All right. So you got two left. What is the next one? Five. That's Prego. Okay. Two dollars. Okay. And then the, the the second one was not my favorite. Mio's. That's. Eight dollars. Mio's for eight dollars is is not something I would go. Go for, for the prego. Yeah, I would. It it just seemed the the second one nothing again. If Mio's is listening to this, I apologize. But <laughs> Mio, it's, Mio, ain't listening. It's it's very. It's just kind of watered down. Nothing. Oh, nice. All right. So yeah, if if you're on a budget out there, Bertoli. That's a guy's name, I think. Bertoli. It was. It's it, Mr. and Mrs. Was that, Oli's. Was son. that the Was that the first one? That's no. Berta Lee was the third one. You had the not. You had the ten dollar Primal Kitchen, and then, yeah, yeah. And but the most, the best value was Berta Lee. Yeah, well, the, there you have it. They were good. Damn it, folks! Look what we do for you here on the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine. We are all about saving you money. So, daggone it! Yeah, that's what that's what we do around here. So, all right. Um, do I get to take these home so I can eat lunch later on them? <laughs> you know, when was the last time you had spaghetti outside of work? Very, Never. very, yeah. I would, <laughs> it, outside of work, not often. And when it is outside of work, it's me bringing it home from work. At, or, or, you're, or you're out of town and it's like you're yes, in New York used, or something. We, we used to go on family vacations. Uh, we don't do it as much anymore because our family's so big and it's tough to get people all together around the same time mm-hmm. uh, we were together for my wedding which i got married recently this past july congratulations thank you thank you god birthdays and birthdays weddings and weddings and all everything on it's this all about podcast. bradley and so when we would go on family vacation one night on our week-long trip it was Jim's spaghetti night. So we would bring <laughs> really? spaghetti from from Huntington and bring it to Charleston, South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. So wherever we went, we had a Jim's spaghetti at the beach. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Nice. Nicely done. Before I let Bradley go, we're going to do one more game. This is a twist. This is a switcheroony. Um, I, and, and I gave Bradley a, a heads up. Before he got here, the only two people I know, and I know Jim's has had so many celebrities and lots of famous people. Yeah, the only two in. I know are Muhammad Ali yes. and I think President Kennedy. Yes, because the the photos are on the we, wall. We have a booth where JFK, when he was in 1960 doing his campaign trail through West Virginia, he stopped in to eat at gyms and he sat at this certain booth still there same booth obviously new upholstery new tables and stuff like that (laughs) right right. but uh he sat at this booth and we have designated it as the jfk booth do you remember what he had i mean obviously no I was that was way I before want me. The, uh, spaghetti, <laughs> and I don't. I think it was more like a lunchtime coffee thing. He came in with uh, Ken Heckler, who was a very famous West Virginia politician, mm-hmm. and David Fox, um, mm-hmm. who was also a very famous Huntingtonian. Sure. And I don't know if they really ate too much. They got coffee and maybe just talked. But he came to Jim's. We have a booth there. We call it the JFK booth. Mm-hmm. We have people that will wait. 
to sit to in sit that there. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. said you know we've driven from certain amount of time and we want to sit in the jfk booth and normally if it's open you're more than welcome to sit in it i if had friends come in from out of town and we didn't ask for it but we sat there all of them got their photos taken with the photo we will have people take photos of the booth with other people sitting in it yeah. and you just have to tell the people that are sitting there this happens all the time they're not going to post it on any, yeah. any they're just taking it for memories it's not you folks yes it's, it's nothing that's bad yeah so we have that booth like i said people will request to sit in it uh if we've had people wait for an hour to sit in it i mean i like jfk as much as the next i, I agree with you but <laughs> i need people, some food people will wait and uh so we have that and muhammad ali like you said uh my uncle was his lawyer mm-hmm. so uh came, I, came to his funeral yes my came, dad my dad told me about came that. that's to, awesome came to my grandfather's funeral came to my grandmother's funeral um he's the greatest of all time it, it's he it's, loves gems it's very yeah how would i say this it's very odd that I would know the it's awesome, the, dude. The greatest fighter of all time, probably as of still as of today, the most well-known sports figure around the world. You can go to anywhere around the world, and they may not know Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan, but they will know Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and so I've been very fortunate to be, you know, be that's not, awesome. not extremely close to him, but you know, enough to where he would come up and talk to us. And uh, I have a bunch of pictures. I have a picture that my mom made for my birthday a long time ago where it's a montage of me and him throughout various points of my life where I was six to high school to college and it's just very it's very humbling to know that I would know somebody like I'll that. tell you one person who wouldn't do that Joe <laughs> Frazier would never do that Joe Frazier would never come up and do that it, only me the greatest <laughs> of all time and so that's it, a terrible impression. It that wasn't I just that did. bad. It wasn't as bad as you think it was. Oh, good. <laughs> that's, again, wow. It sounds like my honeymoon. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. Um, we're going to do a very quick game. Uh, can you th- think of? So I've got a couple that I, I I was thinking about it on my way here. Give me a this or that, like this person or this person, and I have to guess who has eaten there. Okay, so we'll go start. Okay. With professional wrestlers. Oh, my God. Okay. And, and we're going to start with the Macho Man Randy Savage. <gasps> oh, yeah. Slim or, Jim. Or Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, my God. I would love to see them both sit. Uh, I, I'm, oh, man. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter is right. Yes. Uh, a family who lives here. Um his daughter is he, dre- he dressed in like the combat he, gear he, he, and he like was the, the army he, he was the army guy right right uh he did the the the, <laughs> the i guess it was called the camel clutch or something like that yep and uh his daughter is married to uh, a person from huntington and so really when he comes in town they love jim's and he loves gyms, so he comes to gyms, and it's very nice. It's Sergeant very crazy Slaughter. to see Sergeant Slaughter in gyms. Nice, cool. All right, with oh god, I love it. What's the next one? Give okay. me the next one. We'll go with tennis players. Okay, and we'll go with mm-hmm. Pete Sampras or James Blake. Ah. Uh. I think James Blake has some sort of local tie, so I would say James Blake, but Sam, I would, 
I was. I'll go. I'll go, I'll go. I'll go. James Blake. James Blake is right. Yeah, okay. Uh, he played against Jeff Morrison. Yeah, who, at the at the park or at, something. At, right. It, it may have been at the Henderson somewhere yeah. around here for a, a, a charity. Right. That uh, Jeff was doing around here. Uh, obviously, if you're listening and don't know Jeff Morrison. A local tennis player uh, done who, a lot for the area. That's yeah, for sure. Who made Wim was the last American at Wimbledon one year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So he came in and he was very close with James and James and he both ate at Jim's. Nice. Yes. Nice. All right. Give me one more. I'm uh, one more. Okay. So the, the, we've had a lot of celebrities that have been and met my grandfather and mm-hmm. gotten pictures with him. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to give two more on you. Okay. I'm ready. Um. We'll go college basketball coaches. Coaches, okay. And we'll go Bill Self or Tubby Smith. Bill Self. Oh, man. Tubby's got, he's more. Uh, I'll go. So they both recruited Patrick Patterson. So if that's what uh, you want, that's uh, where uh, I'm kind of basing uh, it off uh, of. Oh, uh huh. Okay. I'll go. And we're talking about people who just ate at gyms. I've, we've obviously had met people in Huntington that have gotten pictures with my grandfathers, but these are people that have actually been through the doors. I'm going to go Tubby Smith. Tubby Smith is right. Too. Look at me. I'm going, baby. Uh, Tubby Smith came in. He was recruiting Patrick Patterson, who was obviously another local Huntington. Uh, played, played for the Houston Rockets. Played for the Houston Rockets from your yep where you went to college i I went to i I saw patrick patterson i waved to him and he was like i don't know who that psycho is but (laughs) restraining order mike d'antoni also coached for houston rockets absolutely so same deal restraining uh, order so (laughs) he was recruiting patrick one day and came down to watch him play a game and he came in and this was when i was in college so i was not working there Mm -hmm. so my aunt called me and said i think you want to come down tubby smith is here and my dad went to UK. I'm a UK fan. Obviously, I bleed green and Marshall first. Right. But second is UK. So okay. I immediately jumped in my car. I don't even remember. I could have been in the middle of a test <laughs> in school. But I jumped in the car and walk, ran down there and met him. And very nice guy. Uh, it was very cool to have somebody who, at that time, Tubby was like top of the basketball, yeah, yeah. basketball world. They had, uh, so... Yeah, that's that. that's pretty awesome, man. That is all right. You, you said you had one more. Give me what's what's the last one? Oh, hold on. The, right. the last one. We're going singers. Oh, come on! I'm ready. We're going Paul McCartney or Billy Joel. One of them has. One of them has been at gyms. Oh. I don't know why Paul McCartney would uh, no if I don't know why Paul McCartney would be in Huntington and I know Billy Joel's daughter has uh, I'm going to go Billy Joel. Billy Joel's right. Yes, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Woo-hoo. He's 4 for 4. Holy schmoly. Billy Joel was at gyms before. Yes. That is uh, and that would have been in like the 2000s or in the it 90s It was in the in, 2000s. He was married to a a, a lady Named Katie Lee, yeah, who's on the who's on the Food Network now, right? And uh, so she brought him in, and it was kind of hush hush. Nobody really knew he was there because if it would, it would have been absolutely insane. Yeah, no kidding. So yeah, (gasps) Billy Joel been at gyms. Wow, you know we have a lot of others that I could have gone. Oh my, I went for three that 
That, it, that, probably people would know. Those are that's 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 that's, that's impressive, man. I mean, off on a little tangent here, we have uh, local Huntington people that I would call local Huntington celebrities that come to gyms. Uh, Coach Huff has been there numerous, numerous times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach D'Antoni mm-hmm. comes in all the time. Uh, so we have our Marshall people. Uh, Coach. Uh, the now, golf coach comes in, Coach Kemper, the women's coach, comes in. Does anybody ever say, because I know, like, you know, I guess what a lot of, uh, well, you go to Geno's, for instance, and, you know, and and Kenny has a wall of here's me with all these famous people. Do any of these celebrities come in and say, I, I'm, I'm glad to be here and stuff, please don't take a photo and put me on the wall? No. Not very rarely. You know, my grandfather was a person who he's probably uh, one of the most iconic Huntington people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody knew him. um, And when you would either be, and this is more Marshall centric, if you became the coach or the president or the AD Mm -hmm. or, and if you came in, he would stop everybody at gyms and stand on a chair and said, Hey, I, I, I want you all to meet our new basketball coach billy donovan wow and he did that to billy donovan wow and he that's did that awesome to uh coach pruitt and oh. he did that to jim donnan so uh he would do that to people now um, with the change in rules can you do that for a player now you probably can you could, say that trayvon kenzie yeah, ladies and gentlemen yes Tavia, yes uh, you uh, could say that oh wow that's but cool. so we, next time i come in yeah, if I'll, you don't get up on a chair <laughs> and say wg bunch <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I'm going to leave. But we have a, you know, we, we're we very close with the Marshall community. Uh, me graduating there and my dad obviously being a big supporter. And uh, so we've had everybody from Marshall come in. Like I said, Coach Huff, Coach D'Antoni, uh, the AD Christian Spears has been there. Brad Smith has been there. Uh, well, I think, I, think the key, I think the key to gyms is you guys – you know, we have a real close connection with it. We were in the movie. The movie, yep, uh, Boons mm-hmm. in the movie is about gyms. That's We Are Marshall. If you guys have not seen it, you better go get it streaming right now. We Are Marshall. Yes. yes. So the 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 restaurant in the movie was uh, taken after gyms. Right. Uh, it was just. Not- I could tell when I saw it. I was like, I think they're trying to be gyms here. It was just not logistically possible to film at our place. They right. were having. They would have had to done a whole bunch of stuff close us down. And it just. It just didn't work out logistically. Yeah. The screenwriter loved us. Uh, the director McGee loved us. Right. Uh, the producer loved us. They came in on actually premiere night just to see us. Oh, that's and awesome. say hello to us and beg my aunt to go to the premiere with them oh which she didn't and i said what ha- because she didn't want to leave the restaurant <laughs> basically she is a she is a hard hard very hard worker uh, yeah and, and loved working and loved the place and uh she just didn't want she didn't want to get yeah. through the whole hubbub yeah. of being there and she wasn't dressed up. She said, I'm not dressed appropriately. I said, you look fine. She didn't want to sweep Matthew McConaughey <laughs> off of his feet. Yes. Kate, uh, Kate Mara came in, uh, who's obviously been very well known. Matthew McConaughey sure. did not come in. That's all right. But Kate Mara did. And a couple other Anthony, Mac- Anthony, Anthony Mackie, Mackie. I think he did. The Falcon. I, I think he did. Nice. Um, so that's uh, awesome. Boone's was, was, was modeled after us. Uh, like I said, the logistically it couldn't work. Um, 
shooting there, but we donated some stuff to them that are in the movie is from Jim's. So the coffee pots, the salt shakers, all that stuff, that is Jim's original stuff. That's incredible. And that's at, incredible. At Jim's, we have a movie. We have a movie. Um, we you, have a menu uh-huh. that they used in the movie of Boone's. They sent it to us so we could have something as. And that's where. Uh, isn't that where Ian McShane has the yes. the the dialogue with yes. you know my son and yes. uh, yeah and he and. They, they wanted they they kind of put it to where in the movie that the owner was kind of against bringing football back the owner of Boots, yeah 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 and that was totally untrue right right uh, even the screenwriter came out and said you know that's not what I meant it was just that's Hollywood yeah you have yeah. to put that in for Hollywood my grandfather was never against Marshall or yeah. bringing freshmen into play he didn't you know he and didn't Kate want Mara's it. character is fabricated Kate I think. Mara's character is fabricated yeah as yeah well. but. You know, in Hollywood, some some are real, some are not. Yeah, and so uh, it was just a real big honor to have your you know our restaurant portrayed in a movie, even though it wasn't called Jim's. Yeah, it was very cool for it to be in there. Well, I think we we now have thousands of people listening who are craving either the ravioli or the spaghetti or the fish sandwich. Or the cheeseburger, uh, or the don't forget, don't yeah, y'all, y'all better yeah. not forget about that cheeseburger. Tell them Bradley <laughs> sent you. Um, hey man, I really appreciate you being here. Anytime, fantastic, great insight. Everybody knows about Jim's steak and spaghetti house. You know where it is on Fifth Avenue. It's not going anywhere. Next time you go in there, say. Are you Bradley from that podcast? Wow. I, you're not going to do that. You'll just, you you may, you never know. That's true. It could happen. All right. Well, Hey, we're going to wrap things up. Thank you so much, everybody for listening. We certainly appreciate it. Again, Jim's steak and spaghetti house. Go. It's it's a repetitive commercial. (laughs) I don't know why I'm even saying it anymore. All right. 925th Avenue. There you go. I'm going to throw a little real quick thing in there. Okay. Um, Free. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) So, for if you all are listening out of town and you live in the Tennessee area, my family has kind of spun off a sauce selling business. So, what in Nashville? They, my cousin Jimmy's uh, son Dane, Uh he makes uh, the same recipe, same sauce down there, and they sell it frozen. In the Nashville area, so like in grocery stores, not For, yet. Okay, and uh, so they just sell it at farmers markets, and they got a little shop that they're working on right now. Is there some sort of like phone number where you have to call in? Uh, he so, meets you and he so, gets it out of so, the trunk, and it's it, like, it, it, hey, it, you do you don't see nothing? I see nothing. Not quite okay. like mafia style like okay. that, but they have a website. It's jimspaghettisauce.com. Okay, and if you're in that area and you can't make it back here, which I understand, but I'd love for you to come back if you could. But if you're in that area and you want sauce, if you go to JimSpaghettiSauce.com and sign up for their newsletter, they post out when they're, where they're going to be and when they're going to be there. So wow, cool. that's another wrinkle that we have that not very many people know about. And since you said we have some out-of-town listeners, I'm going to throw it out there that, that you can get it there. And we get Nashville listeners. I see the demographics, and yeah, we, we got them. Yeah, it's Jim's spaghetti sauce.com all right and they have a facebook page as long as 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 well jim spaghetti sauce on facebook we have a facebook page jim spaghetti house on facebook and we also have a website jim spaghetti.com very cool all right guys uh you guys know how to get your you know how to get your fix 
this guy has got to go get his uh, his I, driver I, out. I'm late for the tea time. Yeah, I and get I, out and, there. And uh, we're filming. Yeah, we're recording this on a Sunday, so of course they're closed. So I got to wait till Tuesday. But well, he, anyway. he has to record it on a Sunday because that's the only time that I got <laughs> free. I only got two days free: Sundays and Mondays. There you go. So, all right. Thanks for listening, and we are out of here. Thanks for listening to the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia, Tri-State area. If you have a memory you would want WG to talk more about, just send him an email at memories at htstimemachine.com or post a comment on the Time Machine Facebook group page. Did you like this episode? Be sure to share it with friends and family. You can find a link in the show notes that you can use to share it. And be sure to let Realty Exchange know that you like the podcast as well. Their contact information can be found in this episode's show notes.